On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. I am... One of your hosts, my name is Chris, and sitting next to me is the howling <laughs> Lissa, my beautiful, amazing wife. Since we're talking my about... My whiff. Since we're talking Whiffy. about... Whiffy. Sorry. Since we're talking about scary things today. Uh, okay, so where to just throw it out there. Yeah. This is the halloween a dish. I decided to howl. Okay. At the moon. No moon. Actually, where we are... Uh, is very dreary. It has been a rainy. Chris's pants are off, and I'm day. howling at his moon. Uh, <laughs> I don't have anything to say to that. <clears throat> but my pants are not off. Uh, but we are here on this dreary, rainy Sunday, um, saying hi. Yeah, best time to talk about scary things. Uh, best time to talk about it would be a little bit later when it's dark. Well, it's getting there. It'll be there in like 10 minutes. Yeah, all right. We have our skeleton crew with us, um, which is just a Halloween light that I have projecting it's onto about, the wall. Right, it's, it's like four lights, skeletons. and they're so boring. After looking at them for five, six, seven they hours at a time. They laugh so hard. So what we should do is put this in the bedroom. Uh-huh. And then you can have them in there the entire time. So when I'm out here looking at the red zone, yeah, they well, stop I normally me. do that, but it's a little bit. It's not the we don't have a tall wall in the bedroom, tall so wall. this tall wall really allows us to project the skeleton crew. It'd be different at, if it was like different skeletons or like a different pattern, but it's the same. It doesn't change. It's like the same thing. Well, it's an eleven dollar light from Home Depot. All right. Well, time to step our game up. Then there's maybe. a skeleton that's whose mouth is open and it looks like he's laughing or she. One doesn't know, and it cracks me up. Well, I told Lissa at the very beginning of October that I was somewhat ready or slash excited for Halloween. Well, I'm over it. It's October 20th, and as we sit here, I am so over it. Lissa has downloaded, not downloaded, but she has recorded every scary movie known to mankind. All the classics. And it's just, it's like, it's, you know, a lot of people get Christmas or holiday season fatigue in December. For me, it is October Halloween fatigue every single day there is a movie that you're watching related to Halloween and it's you watch the same movies Mm -hmm. every Mm -hmm. single year yes every day I am consuming content that is of the spooky nature and I will refuse to start any new shows see any new movies unless they unless they're there to scare me well you know what I'm a black male in America the world is already scary enough That's fine. That's why I'm with you. I want to make it even scarier and yeah. scare and fright in my life. Yeah, well, y- y- buckle up. <laughs> You've got that going. 
It's just the same movies and like. Yeah, but I don't want to make you watch them. No, but if I'm in the living room and I want to spend time with you, you I don't, don't want to you say. You never want to spend time with me. Well, if I want to, I don't want to be like, okay. Um, I don't want to start talking about which movies that you watch that which, I think are just which movies. Which movies. Not spelled W-I-T-C-H. Which. Okay, well, on that note, on. You, you, we want to talk about. Okay, go ahead. I just want to talk about. Let's talk. Let's talk uh, I want to talk about scary movies. I want to talk about your favorite scary movies. <clears throat> oh shit! What's your, <laughs> what's your favorite scary movie? So I I, I guess you're trying to be the uh, the killer in Scream. Mm-hmm. That was terrible. Like got you like a little fish. Well, you do the voice then, because it's a man, so it's hard for me to do it. I mean, you're too bad. What's your favorite nope. scary movie? Again, constipated. <laughs> are we jumping in right into our scary movies, or are we gonna? Dance around a little bit and talk about this week. No, I don't want to talk about this week. Unless you want to talk about it. Go ahead. Talk about it. I don't remember what happened. Um, It was a week. Oh, my God. What's your favorite scary movie? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My favorite scary movie of all time. Hold on. How about I answer? ask this question? When you were young, a youngster, what movie scared you the most? Carrie. Why? Because my sister made me watch it, and I was way too young to watch it, and it terrified me. So, Tammy, if you're listening, fuck you. What part of the movie scared you? <laughs> oh, the very end, where, like, the pig's blood was poured on her, and she was making things move with her Telekinesis. Eyes, and, yeah, she was burning people up, and, you know, her hand came from the grave. It was like, I should have liked this since I liked The Undertaker and wrestling so much, but it was just too much for me. I remember, for some reason, I remember us watching it. It was like 11 o'clock at night. I was up for some reason. My parents were out of town. My sister, of course, wanted to show me, so I would be scared. I don't know, but I remember I was very, I was little. So that scared me. Um, That was the only movie that I can remember not wanting to go to sleep at night because it scared me like that. Even Freddy Krueger? Freddy Krueger didn't scare me like that. For some reason, I was twisted and found a way to laugh at Freddy. Well, he was funny. No, but at a young age, I laughed at him. So I understand as an adult laughing at him. When did the first Freddy Krueger come out? Because if it came out when you were of age, you would have thought it was funny. There was one part in Freddy that scared me. I still remember. I don't know which movie it was, uh, but it was... This girl was dreaming, of course. What? She was dreaming, and um, she was on the school bus going home. Ah. You remember that? That was the end, I think, of the first one. I forget. Anyway. No. Hold on. Go ahead. They, it kept, the the bus driver kept going past all their stops, and the kids were like, what's going on? What's going on? And then you realize, obviously, Freddie was the bus driver, and then he took the bus off the cliff or whatever Mm. but i remember thinking oh my god i ride the bus that Mm -hmm. could happen to me it's scary look my parents are waiting for me you kept driving past my parents so that that scared me um there were parts in movies that scared me but again the movie that scared me that i didn't want to fall asleep at night Mm -hmm. first one i can think of right now is carrie and in recent years as an adult male there hasn't been no no because once again we'll we'll talk about that later let's let's flip to you what is when you were growing up, what movie did you find to be the scariest? Well, I didn't watch a lot of scary movies until I was an adult, but based on, because I was scared of everything. I was scared of trees You're still in the scared wind. of everything. You're and I mean that every, literally. Yes, yeah, so you're scared of anything after the sun goes down. Yeah, so it's best that my parents didn't. I remember, oh my God, I'll tell you this. It was not a movie. Oh my God, it freaks me out. 
Okay, it was some show. It was kind of like an X Files type of show, and that show unsolved mysteries. Me. Unsolved mysteries scared me. Scared All of, so mm. this Ooh. this whatever show we were watching, the and I still think this is gonna happen to me one day. The woman is leading this normal life. I think it's a woman. Let's just say it's a woman. And she has an encounter with the devil or some type of satanic, demonic thing. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you can't tell anyone about this uh, meeting of ours, blah, blah, blah. And she must have gotten something in return for, uh, you know, during their exchange. Selling the soul to the devil. Yeah, whatever it was. Years go by, years go by. She's living. She's working. She's doing her thing. She's an independent woman. She don't need no man. And then the she meets someone. And she falls in love, and they they get very close, and it's like they're they're now comfortable with each other. And she's like, "I have to tell you the secret." Like they've been together for years, and she finally felt courageous enough to tell this person her secret. And she tells him about the devil, demonic thing, and then this person that she's been with turns his head and it's the demonic devil thing and she's been with this devil demonic thing for all these years and it was like my god like that sounds really familiar i don't know what that was but if someone i was terrified by that concept of trusting someone and then sharing a deep secret with them well and them using it against me i got something for you don't say that that i don't like that you know some other things uh, thinking about growing up um creep show the movie that I just taped? Yeah, that yeah. freaked me out I when I was little. Tales, Tales from, from the, the crypt. crypt scared me. There <laughs> yes. were a couple of Tales from the Crypt. You know what? Tales from the Hood. I've there was seen one, that. the first thing in Tales from the Hood scared me, which is stupid. But yeah, Tales from the Crypt, they had, there were episodes that scared me from that. Um, but again, that's me watching HBO late at night for no reason. That I didn't stupid. like that guy, the Crypt Keeper. I yeah. didn't like his face. I didn't like his hair. I was scared of. I never watched the movie, but Alien, because oh. I, the visual of Alien really terrified me as a child. Like that thing coming out of that thing, and its oh mouth yeah, that thing opening. coming out of that thing. No, but that mouth <laughs> opening. I've never seen Alien yeah. before. Uh, alien is not scary. Come on. Um, I was. You find never... Alien scary? You that's like people who find Predator scary. Yeah, Predator. I like him. You know why I like him. Jesus. I like him. <laughs> Freak. I like that sexy ass predator. Um, Always the, wet. <laughs> with his dreads with his blowing. With his dreads and his fucked up teeth. Mm, I like that guy. And that blood. Okay. The, Calm down. Uh, yeah, I, I have, to this day, if we're just talking about concepts that terrify me, because I was raised Catholic, obviously. Anything that has anything, to do with religion. Anything with possessions freak me out because it is it it cuts me to the core of what i'm most afraid of which is being out of control something taking over my body and having absolutely no control over it Ooh, okay I'll, you have ms i'll just <laughs> were you about to go down there i was gonna go that way or another way but you went close <laughs> enough so um thanks yeah <laughs> if the, i need actually the people who are listening to to clarify this if Creepshow was the one with the hitchhiker when he kept saying, thanks for the ride, lady. Mm. That scared well, me we'll, we'll to see. death. Thanks you know. for the ride, lady. Scared me to death. You know what else scared me to death? Maximum overdrive? B- besides the point, those trucks were scary. Those trucks are scary. Especially the, the lead one with that Joker face. Again, demonic possession. Here we go. I don't care if it's a Large truck. Marge 
Pee Wee Herman. I didn't. I don't know that. When I can't even describe it, but Large Marge was like a ghost, and she gave Pee Wee Herman a ride, and she said, "Tell him Large Marge sent you." And he looked at her, and like her face turned into like eggs, and her eyeballs were eggs, and like her face like spun around or some. Mm-hmm. It scared me to death. Um, a scene, a scene that scared me. Thri- thriller did not scare me. Thriller scared the shit out of me. My uh, aunt still makes me laugh about it to this day. I was terrified of that video. I loved that video so much. My aunt used to have a, a poster of it, and they had to put the poster away when I came over to the house because I was so afraid of it. <laughs> it's a little skinny, bulging eyes. It looked like a freak. It was terrifying. Michael Jackson in that video is peak Michael Jackson physically, and we will not speak about this. Peak physically as in, like, his he, fingers his were strong? His smile looks so good. He just looks so cute when he's eating the popcorn watching the show, and he's he loves that his girlfriend's terrified. Was he looking for... I don't want to go into that part. Mm. <laughs> Was he happy that the girl was there, or was he happy that there were little boys on the screen? Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, so, that's, I, again, didn't watch scary movies. Didn't watch The Exorcist until I was probably in my 20s. My parents grew up during the 1970s. So, The Exorcist came out when they were in high school. And they spoke of The Exorcist again, possession. They grew up Catholic. So it terrified me, and I was like, just based on what they had to say, I didn't want anything to do with it. I did not want to see it, and every Halloween, I tape all of my favorite movies, The Omen, Rosemary's Baby, Halloween oh, okay. Original, now we can talk about all it. the old ones, and I will not tape The Exorcist because okay. I don't watch it. I can't watch it. I didn't watch The Exorcist until I was old enough to look back and laugh at it. Like I understand back in the day when it came out how terrifying it was. You know, Apparently, this happened... Was it based in Georgetown? Or like, I don't know. There's whatever, no, but they no used, truth to No, no, story. I'm saying like, was it, yeah. did they say that this happened? Yes, in, the okay. story was in The Georgetown. story was supposed to be in Georgetown. My parents actually went to go see that movie on opening night in Georgetown. I love that so much. And, you know, obviously they were terrified of it. And I get it. It's like the first of its kind. By the time I saw it, it looked so fake that I couldn't look at it and be like, this is scary. Like, it was just like, this is so stupid. But, but it's, I get why like people were terrified by it. It's not the the graphics or the they, I, they take you out of it today. That's that's the problem. But the, the basic concept of, course. of a story yes, in which of some and this goes into my fear of children. I mean, <laughs> generally children. The, my fear of children who are possessed. Mm-hmm. A young child who is speaking some type of ancient language, right. and scientists and everything are studying her, and everyone's like, "We have no." When there is no scientific explanation for some type of phenomenon, event, yeah, I it, get it freaks me out because yeah. I I know to my core, like there's one truth that I have as I navigate this world, and that is there everything is explainable in some way. Oh, that's not true. I mean... there That is that is really but stupid. But, like, the things that freak me out, there is an explanation. No. It's not true at all. Like, when I... Okay, let's say I'm, I'm scared of flying. There is an explanation. It works this way. There's science to it. This thing does this. This thing does that. And then putting all of that together, I don't feel scared anymore. Turbulence scares me. And then once I understand what it actually is, it doesn't frighten me anymore. That's not, not true. Well, I'm not scared of turbulence. I'm scared of taking off and landing. I hear you saying that. But then I, I also remember when we're on a flight and there might be turbulence. And all of a sudden, when you're holding my arm and you squeeze it to the no, point where I'm losing blood. That was back blood. in the day. It's back in the day? Try the last flight we we were on together. No. 
That's just nonsense. Stop it. Uh, anyway, yes. please not stop talking about my flying. Um, do you believe in the supernatural? Yeah, of course. What specifically? I believe in everything. I believe in ghosts or spirits. I don't necessarily believe in like evil demonic like I'm sure, but you don't believe in them. No, I'm saying like I don't necessarily believe like there is a like a demonic spirit that's going to take over someone's body. I just mm-hmm. believe in spirits. There, there's too many things in this world that we don't know or don't understand. Just because you know people haven't reported it and can't explain it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So when people say, you know, I don't like how someone could say, yeah, I saw a ghost, and the first thing people do is like they laugh at them, like ha ha ha. And it's like, well, you don't know that to be true. Like, just because you never saw one or you haven't experienced it. I mean, again, I I, I know plenty of people who will swear on their life that they've seen a spirit. Do you have any encounters? I, personal encounters? I... Except for the one you're drinking right now. Ooh, spirit. Oh, okay. Jeez. He's drinking scotch. Always. Um, no, I mean, I, there were, there were two times that I could think about that I thought that there was something going on, but later in my life, I think that's now been explained by sleep paralysis. Mm -hmm. So I would have said that then, but no, I don't think I have anything that I have, um, I've seen, but again, like my mom will tell you, she swears on her life that Mm -hmm. she saw her uncle. And I, I, obviously, I believe my mom. I, my grandfather had, before he passed, used to say several stories about, you know, things that he saw or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I know them. I believe Respect, them. Yeah. Trust. I, my God, I believe them. Why the hell would they make this up? Like, my mom would get emotional getting into the story. Like, she will look at you dead face just as sure as you're sitting right there and tell you, oh, yeah, I, I definitely saw somebody. Like, definitely. So I believe it. I, I would not for a second say, no, you're lying. You don't know what you saw. Like, no. I have what about n- you? I have not had any... Well, I should I should take that back. I have not had any experiences mm. that... Hold on. I will share. I have three experiences I'm about to say, because I know a couple. That- I, will, I have not had an experience that's, like, convinced, mm-hmm. fully convinced me. And I even sought out the paranormal with... Uh, paranormal investigators yeah, at that's a some white people shit. That's <clears throat> stupid. I'm sorry. At a historic former Civil War hospital, and you know we went through. We were, went with the investigators in different rooms and walked through how they how they monitor paranormal activity and slept over there overnight, and did not have any experiences of my own. However, when I was younger. I did have a few experiences that I cannot explain. And one time, and I did not sleepwalk, mm-hmm. I got up in the middle of the night, and I remember walking down the hall or somewhere, and I felt as if I was being pulled. Mm-hmm. Like, it, something was, like, causing me to go in a certain direction. And then I went back to bed. I woke up and went back to bed. And I was probably, we were living in the townhouse, so I would have been under the age of 13. Mm -hmm. And then another time, and maybe this was around the same time, I remember being at the kitchen or at the dining room table, and the TV was on, and my mom was in the room, and my sister must have been in the room. And I remember feeling 
and I expressed now if a, if a child ever said this to me I'd drop kick them out of the house wow I, f- I said to my mom it feels like other people are here because it felt yeah, like yeah I would be like you need to <laughs> shut your mouth and don't ever say anything again I'll kill you and I couldn't ex- it was like it felt like there were more people because it was, it was there was a lot of chaos or something like right. with the TV yeah no I, I just had this feeling of out. like not that we're being watched or other people with us. It's just like, it feels so chaotic in my head right now that it feels like there's more people you in this room. Voices. Maybe. And then the only other time I had, like, what I thought could have been a ghost experience was we were in Williamsburg and we went to this old restaurant and I went to the bathroom and I was washing my hands and I felt something like walk, like walk behind me, like it just passed behind me mm-hmm. and nothing was there. The, there was no human. The door didn't open. But I just felt this thing that kind of like walked you've past had, by You've me. had other times. You definitely had other times. You, you, I forget where you were, but I remember you walked in. And you were like, I'm just saying anyone oh, here. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. I did have that. So I went to Austin and I stayed in a, a notoriously haunted hotel. And I walked in and I you know, put my stuff down and I left and then I came back in and the radio was on mm-hmm. and I said when I walked in I said I I am I am I come in peace I do not wish to harm you and that was it and I had the worst sleep of my my life and and Delaware Delaware when we went then stayed in Delaware oh. <laughs> yeah well, it's think... another time oh well you can't just you, you no. say I've had three times I can think of like five on top of my head Head. But it's not, and it, it's not like I've I've witnessed something. I have these feelings. But that, but that, that's <laughs> all that it count? takes. Yeah, like okay, but so I we were we were that. in Delaware, and uh, if you guys have listened to our podcast, listen, I don't sleep together because we need so much space. <laughs> so there were two bedrooms. I slept in one downstairs, and Lissa slept in the one upstairs. Well, probably thirty minutes after we decided to go to bed, Lissa comes downstairs, and she's like. Uh, it's it's haunted. There's something upstairs. I, I want to sleep down here. I'm like, what are you talking about? And you're like, well, the covers were, they were the covers were on me, and now they're not on me. I, there's something <laughs> going on upstairs. I, it's haunted. I'm like, all right. So then you slept with me. So you can't say, well, I don't feel like you can't do that. It, I didn't say it was haunted. Yeah, maybe well, I did. Yes, you did. For, we had a lot of alcohol that night. We had tons of alcohol, <laughs> but I didn't sit there and say it was haunted. No, it was I hot put, as balls upstairs because we couldn't get the yeah, damn air, the heat the off. I put the sheets on the bed, yeah. and it was hot as hell, yeah. hell, and then I woke up, and the sheets underneath of me were off of the bed, so all I was sleeping on was a mattress, and that really grossed me out, and I was like, how did this happen? What happened? And I was like, I don't like the energy up there. I'm leaving, and I came down and sleep, slept with you, so you know I wasn't a desperate yeah, I understand that. But exactly. So if it was that desperate, then you definitely thought that there was something going on. I didn't like the vibe of that room, but so that doesn't you definitely, mean that there were, it was haunted. You said that, though. But I, f- I f- may have felt something funny, but I didn't see it. I understand that. But that's the difference between the, the, the feeling, the belief. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't need to see something in order for me to understand that that's real. And, and I have been in my, in my life, there have been several times where it's like, I feel something. I don't see it, but I feel so something. So then you have experiences too. Then no, if I it's have just these. no. It's just like again, I haven't seen it, so I can't. Of course, people will say you know you believe with what you see and not necessarily what you hear, but like I haven't seen anything per se. But I have felt in times where it's like mm, feels something feels off. Something okay. feels weird. Can we talk about the room in my parents' house? Hell yeah, that's a perfect example. 
I have, I had my own room growing up in my parents' house when we moved to our larger house. So we, when we moved to Virginia, we lived in a townhouse and then we were there for a couple of years and then we moved to a, 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 a larger house out in the country. Country? And, I mean, it was, there's a horse farm across the street for God's sake. Like what else it's would you. It's not country. You moved. It was country to, back in the day. Uh, my God. You say country, that sounds like you were literally living in the country. Horses you, came up to our windows, Chris. What is that? Okay, you lived in a place that had a lot of land that has not. It was not country. Okay, whatever. Stop it. Anyway, Chris Sheesh. defines the country differently than I do. But we we have four bedrooms upstairs: my parents' bedroom, my bedroom, my sister's bedroom, and then what we call what we have as the guest bedroom. And the guest bedroom is also where the attic door is. Mm-hmm. And there was something. Ever since we moved in there that I did not like about that room, the energy of it I did not like. I never slept in that room. Just like sometimes I'd like to change my location. I might sleep down in the on the couch. I might sleep in the basement. Rich I might sleep. people problems. Yes. Yeah, I want to change it up. I want to sleep in my room. There was something about like the air pressure or well, that's what it is. I was going to say the flow of that room. The room, okay. So and the, then my mom painted it this hideous like papaya color, which yeah. just made me angry. So the room, the reason I remember going in the room, I was like, yeah, it it doesn't feel good in here. And the reason why is because it's like a, it's a hollow room. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't decorate it with anything. It had like this really small bed and maybe like a drawer, and there was nothing else. It was a very cold room. So when you go to all your other rooms in your house, you've got so many diff- different decorations and pieces of furniture and and this, that, and everything else. And then you go into this room, it's like, this is like a skeleton. There's nothing, nothing in here at all. It made the room feel weird. But even now when there's something in there, like... No, it's, it's not enough, though. I wouldn't sleep in there. It's not enough. I never had any experiences, but it was just like, I just wouldn't... Mm. I don't know. I just don't really like that room very much. I don't like the vibe of that room. All right. Back back to scary movies. I do think <laughs> I do think that um like I've had dreams that have come true before okay. on many occasions. Many occasions. Many occasions. All and right. I won't get into my 9/11 dream, but I had an airplane dream the night before 9/11 or not an airplane dream, a feeling before 9/11 and I you you can be skeptical all you want to, but there have been moments in my life where I have felt something is going to happen, and it does happen, yeah. or I've dreamed it, and Many it Many people have had that sense of doom feeling, and then something bad happens. Sure, or good, whichever. Yeah, sure. But the, uh, I don't, I wish I could tap into that more. There's a part of me that kind of wishes I could tap into that more, and then the other part of me is like, I don't problems. really want that, because, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't want those problems, you exactly. But it's, I don't know if I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Maybe I have a vivid imagination, or I, I um, fatalize everything. So like everything turns into the worst case scenario again. Kind of like I imagine the worst things that could happen, but I don't know. If there's something there. I just uh, it's I, not consistent. I think you know. I think it has to go with maybe a little bit with religion as well. But I feel. I feel sad for people who just automatically eliminate, no, there's no such thing as a spirit. Because mm-hmm. it's, how, how do you know? There's so much about this world. Well, it's arrogant that, to say Yeah, that no, we do nothing. not understand. People are like, no, that's that's fake. It doesn't happen. It's like, how can you say that? 
we don't there's so much that we don't understand so just because we haven't seen it or haven't been able to identify it doesn't mean that there aren't things everywhere but anyway back to scary movies yes um there are several different type of scary movies so you've got the genre of like a killer slasher Mm -hmm. flick you've got like your comedic horror movie you've got your religious demonic you have vampire you have zombie which you vampires could consider those are the same thing because they're kind of undead. Don't you dare but say you, vampires but I'm not. the same as a zombie. You have a slasher. You have thrillers. Possession. Thriller slash suspense. You have possession. You have that. That might that might be it. Well, okay. Witches. So, so for me, and the reason why I haven't seen anything to date that like terrifies me, and, and I don't want to go to sleep, is because there are certain things now that are you know the pop up. Mm-hmm. horror movies now. I refuse to watch those because they're not they're not scary in the sense of when I go to sleep, I can't sleep. They are the same typical the movie theater gets really quiet, someone's walking, nothing's going on, it's really quiet. The person turns and there's this huge pop-up and the sound goes up to like a thousand percent and everyone jumps. That's Jump cheap. scares suck. That's cheap. I hate them, they're stupid, they startle me all the time, of course, because I don't know, I've got I'm a human, so it's gonna startle me. That doesn't scare me. Of course it startles me, but it doesn't scare me. It's not a horror movie. That's a cheap cheap way of getting someone to jump horror movies as far as like slasher yeah and those typically have the pop-ups those yeah. those never scare me i mean like it's very rare that a horror like i don't, I don't michael myers doesn't scare me michael Jason myers isn't scare scary me. but it's those are really halloween they're fantastic i love that movie, movie but yeah. it doesn't scare it never scared me right. my favorite i'm most like i said i'm most scared of possessions demonic possessions i i think my favorite genre of movie of all time falls into the suspense yeah of course thriller suspense i was watching rear window last week which Mm. most people wouldn't watch as as a halloween movie but i i put a lot of hitchcock movies in there if you are under the age Mm. of 40 and you haven't seen rear window i implore you to see it it is i've seen that movie a billion times Every single time I watch that movie, I'm on the edge of my seat because it plays into a few things that 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 you know you that once I lay them out, you understand. He is watching. He's trapped in his wheelchair because he broke his leg. So then you have the issue of control. You have no control. He's watching his neighbors. He's watching his neighbors and like deducing things are happening, which you know. What do I do all the time? Keep going. Our neighbor with the lights on, who's not been home for a while, he's mm-hmm. probably dead. He's not dead. I just saw him the other two days ago walking into his house. And continue. It's it. It just neighborhood this watch is, lady over here. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. It's just such a suspenseful movie, and it's human, like the human aspect of it. And there's it's there's kind of like funny moments even though it's like can they're describing like gory things and they're laughing at it like it's such a good 
See, this is where Such you this is where movie. you lose me because I don't like that movie. I think Rosemary's Baby is a terrible movie. Okay, well, we're not and talking you love about terrible movies and I will tell you, can you ask me instead why you like that movie instead of just saying something stupid? No, because, I'm telling you my opinion yeah. on the movie. I said I think it's a terrible movie and the reason why it takes me out of being afraid from it is because yeah. the acting well, is not good. Well, it the acting is is fine. It's not fine. It you can't even say John Cassavetes and Mia Farrow do an excellent job, and the neighbors are are wonderful. <laughs> I love them so much. So <sighs> please just shut the hole of yours. Yeah. And I will tell you why I like Rosemary's Baby too. And I the thing that scares me a lot of times about scary movies is not the monster. It's not the supernatural. It is the forces that are that are human and of this world. And that's why Rosemary's Baby terrifies me more than the d- the demon raping her, not a problem. The demon baby at the end, no issue. Well, my issue is, is the fact that she is unemployed, living in the 60s, whenever that movie was, has absolutely no agency. So watch the news, if that's what scares you. <laughs> has absolutely no agency, no control over her body. Her husband betrays her. Again, all of these like human fears. There's a conspiracy against her as far as, mm-hmm. and she doesn't know if she's dreaming and she doesn't know if she's crazy. And then the people that she trusts turn out to be against her. And that is terrifying. Not the, not the demon baby. No, I understand that. I, I get that. I mean, a demon it's baby like is not terrifying. Having no control, no independence, and people making you think that you're crazy when in reality you're not that f- terrifies me more than anything for me right up my alley is a movie that's never talked about and many people never saw it is what lies beneath oh yes that movie is so good it is i mean that's more people anytime i talk to someone about it they're like oh i've never seen it it's like you you gotta see this movie to me that is a classic scary movie because you've got it's not it has to do with like ghosts and spirits, but it's not shown a lot. They give you just a little bit to freak you out and keep you coming back until the very end where you like see more and more. And, and if, then the end of that well, movie, yeah. the very, very, very mm-hmm. end of that movie had me like shook walking out of the movie theater. And if I'm not mistaken, the director of that movie was took a lot of inspiration from Hitchcock. And I don't know if it was Rear Window or Psycho. Or some other one of his other movies, but Alfred Hitchcock's movies are some of my favorites because again, it's it's not it's not a slasher, it's not bloody horror, it's that suspenseful, like you're clenched up when you're watching something, yeah, it's and just, that a suspense that stays with you. A, a suspense like that, you can watch that movie a thousand yep. times and still get feel that clench. Yep. You don't watch a scary movie. And you're not scared the next time you watch it. Exactly. Like that fear is over. That's why I love Exactly. And that goes to my jump scare movies yeah. again. When you know there's a jump scare you're coming up, it takes the scare away. Yeah, it's one time so and I, it's it, done. It's one time. That's why I said it's cheap. Where a thriller is like... It's still going to get you with a suspense. It, it can get you every single time. Yep. Um, jumping to another movie, to me, slasher movies, underrated, dare I say the greatest horror movie of all time. You better say the one I'm thinking of. Candyman. Oh, okay. Yes? Yeah. Um, Candyman is a movie that... But that's a that's psychological thriller, it, too. It, it is. Uh, but Candyman is a movie that is undervalued. People don't mm-hmm. talk about it at all. It's, it's very rarely ever shown on TV. 
you can't find. I can't. I couldn't. You find can't it. find that movie. But what they do is they show you Candyman Two: Farewell to the Flesh. Mm-hmm. That movie was trash. The second movie. I think we watched it together. It's like you. no, no, no. You can't. You've got to show the original. That movie, and as a matter of fact, we're we're currently watching that movie right before we started recording this. That movie is a is a great movie. I would say if you have never seen Candyman, why don't you watch that movie? Mm-hmm. That's it's an good. excellent one. See, and this is where we do agree on certain movies. Like I really do. Candyman is a great example. It's 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 a psychological thriller, but also a slasher movie. Mm-hmm. If if Rear Window was made today and there was no... Johnny Depp, didn't, didn't 50s, he make it? No, that was like Secret Window or something. It was close enough. It was not that movie. Okay. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf though, did, that, yeah. Yeah, that was a movie that you liked. Didn't you like that movie? Yeah, it was It was entertaining. But yeah, it was entertaining, but again, stupid. It was funnier than it was yes. scary. Yeah. Whereas they made that movie today... See, the issue with Chris is he doesn't really like old movies because they, they're, they, the aesthetic of them... Nope. See, I wish you would. I, I was going to say, hold on, I'm not done. The aesthetic, the acting, there there's just like this old timiness that I'm guessing takes you out of relating The or overacting that it's real. of old movies takes me out. Not the old, not black and white, not anything like that, not boom, bam, you know, car crashes, action packed. I don't care about that. But the overacting is so terrible, I can't get past it. Jimmy Stewart in Rear Window is a timeless ah, performance. No, uh, I'm, I'm terrified. Uh, uh, I don't know what to do. I'm going to call somebody. Uh, Shay. That's not what he ah. says. <laughs> Sassafras. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But that's what I hear. That's a little... I know. I just noticed that. It's like <laughs> a spirit. One of our little... What what would you call that thing? Fresh and air, uh, some air thing that blows out yeah. some good stank. It just, just had some like mist, and then it went into my skeleton line that looked like a. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of spirits, um, when I said one of my favorite movies of all time, Candyman, yeah. you said, were you were talking Scream? I thought you were gonna go with Scream. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I remember watching. I came home from you know, I, some of y'all should know that I used to live in England for four years. Hello, Chris lived in England. <laughs> he watched Scream in England. Because he don't just bullets at me. <laughs> anyway. Dags. Anyway. Um, I came home during, it was like a Christmas break, and I saw a scream, and I came back to England, and I told everyone who had ears, you must watch Scream. It's going it, to, like in England, for some reason, it came out like three or four months later. But I was like, when this movie comes out, it's going to be the biggest movie. It's so huge. It's amazing. And I know my friends hated me because I just talked about that movie for months. Like, there's that weird kid right. talking about and, that scary until movie. Until <laughs> it came out. And then I felt so validated because everyone loved the movie. And they were like, oh, my God, it was so great. And I was like, I tried to tell you guys. But that's a that Scream is an amazing movie. The first one. That, Let's yes. stop with the first one. The Scream, I have history with that. That was probably the first scary movie I saw as, like, I was, I think we were heading into freshman year of high school. We were heading Not into? Not we. Me and my friend who, were, who watched it. And it was like the first movie was like, this is an adult movie. Like, I didn't watch adult movies. Like, this was like, there had been a period of time. You have to understand for all the you young people out there. that You young bucks. There was a, a, a period of time where, there, you know, Halloween kind of started the teen horror movie genre. And then, then it just turned into a pile of shit trash, horror, mm-hmm. exploitive uh, tits and blood. and Ain't nothing wrong with that. It just you have sex, you die. Like it was just like it just no, became, they kill you before sex, and it was terrible. So like it just became gratuitous. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like there was this lull, and then 
the, like the 80s it just felt like so dated all of those horror movies and then scream was what 97 and it was like the the movie of our like the horror movie of our generation like the first horror movie of our that 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 wasn't 80s it was current it was modern it was self uh, referential and it was um it was using the lingo in and voice of teenagers mm-hmm. at that time and so it was like whoa like this is not like nightmare on elm street like this is these kids are savvy and it was like a whole new generation of horror movies. It was funny. It was, it yeah, it was great. Spurned, spawned from that movie. Spurned. Spurned. <laughs> <laughs> so when I watched it with my friend, it was like, this is like a teenage movie. This is our generation. Like, this mm-hmm. feels so real. And then it just blew my mind because it, it, was, it was funny and it was scary and then the twist that had not been done in any exactly. movie at that yeah. time yep and then a few others may have not screamed but there were others caught of their copycat movies like, like i know what you did last summer urban legend urban legend yeah, yeah. but then it, then it became the trash the same thing that happened in the 80s like after oh, so 70s bad. 80s after halloween it was like yep. they just became shitty teenage movies even right. though i love teenage movies from the 90s so much Anyway, that was an excellent movie. The soundtrack is great. Yep. Uh, those, to me, those Skeet. right up there with there. Yeah. Fake-ass Johnny Depp. Skeet Ulrich. Yep. Um, those, you know, Candyman, Scream, uh, for me, Halloween 4. Um, Freddy was just funny. Jason, like, Jason, the only thing that frustrated me about Jason is the same thing that everyone else would say. You know, Jason is walking at one mile per hour, and those people are running, and somehow or another, he throws a machete 75 yards down the, the you know, down the forest on a spiral and kills mm-hmm. the person as they're, like, weaving in and out of the bushes. It was just, that was too stupid for me. The one thing but I like about the Jason movies is that, I don't care about that, but that funny. I, it's the same reason I played Grand Theft Auto. I just wanted to run over people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just wanted to kill everybody. And it was nice. It was cathartic to watch someone, like, just kill someone. I know that's probably sounds yeah, damn. weird. That's, that's I did take weird. a... I remember taking a personality quiz when I was a teenager, and it said, you have the personality that a lot of serial killers have. The fuck? And it hasn't, it hasn't come to fruition yet, but right. just know you'll be Ooh. my first victim. But now that's like Candyman. And I will skin off, Be I will rip victim. off your nipples and wear them as earrings. Well, dry them out first. Guy nipples are pointless anyway, so go ahead, rip away. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Um, but I don't, can we go into like 2000s movies? Because I never, I didn't, The Ring, all of those movies. I saw I The Ring. I've never seen them. I saw the, well, the first the ring what's the jigsaw one saw uh, that was saw. The first, the first saw was one. good. Yeah, you made me see that one. Yeah, that was good. Because um, again, the scariest part is that you choose this yep. or this terrible yep. thing happens. You got to. And right. you have to, you're really, it's a psychological yep. thrill. You're really thinking but like, what would I do? Saw 43 wasn't scary anymore. Um, uh, the Ring, the first one, I didn't find that scary because it was like, why watch the stupid ass tape? Like, I can't get past the little things. Like, they say don't watch the tape I was like, okay, or you cool. die seven days later. I'm like, cool, you think I'm going to pop it in and watch it? No, I'm not going to watch it. Like, just... Do something else with your life. Um, 
Let's see. 2000. Uh, you want to look at your phone and look at some of those movies? Because I can't think of. Stigmata. You have your stigmata okay. story. Stigmata. <laughs> okay, so I really love demonic uh, voices. Like anytime there's like a really deep demonic voice or like something played backwards, I love that type of stuff. And I don't, I do not fuck with stigmatas. Yeah, I don't, sure. I don't fuck with Jesus crying tears of blood, those type of statues. Right. And I don't even like. Well, Lisa, well, you really didn't like Madonna's videos, did you? <laughs> I like Madonna's video because Jesus, Jesus came back to life and then they had a relationship. Yep. And it exposed course, me to my first interracial relationship. We should have known that Madonna was into black guys at that movie, that video. Of course. Did giveaway. And uh, that song's really good. Yeah, it was. Um, but so Stigmata came out and Lissa, I, I think we were to. We were together watching TV, and that preview came out, and I was like, you looked at me, and I was like, oh, my God. I cannot wait to see that this movie. end of days. And I was going to say with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, end of days wasn't that good, though. Um, Those end of the world movies also right. terrify me. So I'm super stoked to go see end, uh, end of days, Stigmata. And I go to see the movie. First day it comes out, and the first Six minutes, right when it starts to get like a little scary, the uh, film messes up. So it was like, okay, this is weird. So the lights come back on for about five minutes or so. And there's only like six or seven people in there because I went to go see it like at 10 o'clock in the morning. I was so excited. I wanted to see it. Lights go back off. So in the preview, they show a part where Patricia Arquette um, is taken over by the demon and they ask her what her name is. And in the preview, it says, you messenger, that's no importante. It's like really scary. It's like, holy shit, I cannot wait to watch this. I see this movie, the same part comes up. I'm so excited to hear it again. And they say, what's your name? And this voice comes out and it goes, e messenger, it's no importante. It's like, it was like a four foot seven, 95 pound guy. I was like, what, what voice was that? To this day, I don't understand why they changed the voice, but it was so stupid, and it took me out of the movie, and the movie, the rest of the movie sucked. Another movie that was I thought was going to be really scary, and it wasn't, uh, White Noise, uh, with Michael Keaton. I didn't watch that one. Uh, I thought that movie would be scary. It had the premise to be scary. wasn't scary. Look, I was terrified. Phone. There are some good ones. Paranormal Activity. Yep, seeing that in the movie theater uh, uh, uh. was stupid. I don't like that. Um, Blair Witch Project, Blair Witch was Project. A huge phenomenon, but that wasn't scary. It was a lot of. It was creepy. Silence, and it, and it wasn't. But it was that first of its kind mm -hmm. with the documentary style mm -hmm. video, and you and at that time, again, young people, we didn't know that it wasn't real. Like they were marketing it as if. These kids yeah, from Maryland, and it's from it's kind of local. I couldn't check Google and right. see if there the story was no wasn't real. There was IMDb back in the day, probably, and yeah. you couldn't just you couldn't. They didn't all have social media profiles that you could check and go, "Ooh, okay, they're they're real, right?" Or they're right, not real. Right. That movie was. I I remember it took me out of the movie because I was getting dizzy looking at the mm -hmm. camera, and they were flipping the camera all over the place. I was like, "Okay, I can't look." And we we can this also say that from a place of it's been spoofed so many times now. Oh, that yeah, it's sure. like, it's not scary anymore because no. it's been made fun of. Will you look at 2000 movies real quick? Uh, I know that we have, I know that there's other 2000s and like early, like 2011, 2012 
there were some movies, but like now to see the possession of Amy Rose or Emily Rose, whatever. Twenty eight days later, oh, we're missing our most favorite movie. Twenty eight days later was not scary. We're missing our most favorite movie. No God, what? Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead is a fantastic, fantastic movie, but it's not scary. It's a comedy. It's scary. It's not scary. You said Final Destination. I do not watch Final Destination because this is the type of fatalizing I have in my mind, and I know that's how I think. Final Destination is how I think. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to see that. Uh, Texas Chainsaw, that was a remake. American, oh, American Psycho is really good, but that's not scary. It's not scary. It's really funny. House of a Thousand Corpses. Nope. Devil's Rejects. Nope. The Cell. No, that was not scary. From Hell. No. Halloween Resurrection with Buster Rhymes. Again, funny. Uh, My Bloody Valentine, all the saw. Zombie Land. Go up one more and then go to the left. The one more there. Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw is not scary. Amityville Horror, not scary. Oh, Amityville Horry. Horry? Horry. Amityville horror. It is, because again, the house is possessed. No, I get it, but guess what? On Hold on, story. wait for it. Oh, the house is possessed? Get the fuck out and move. What are we going to do when the recession hit us and we lost Lisa, more than half our if, money? If what you, would we Hold do? on, you telling me right now that we went to bed one night. Paranormal activity Chris, is a perfect example. bring that in here. We go to sleep one night and the house is haunted. Do you think for one split second I'm sleeping in here the next night? No chance in hell i'll sleep in the car i'm not going back in this house so early You're crazy early 2000s mid 2000s brought back the nostalgia of crazy. back to freddie like freddie and jason with freddie versus Fred, jason freddie versus jason was was good and then alien versus predator it was this, trash. like nostalgia back to the 80s yeah but that was a good movie i liked it um i don't know any of these movies didn't see orphan I never saw 28 Days or Weeks Later, but yeah, I... Yeah, it, bl- it was bloody. I don't just, like running zombies. Um, I'm a huge vampire fan, but there's been a lot of vampire movies that have been really bad. So it's kind of taken me away from it a little bit. Did you ever see Hostel? Uh, no, I don't think I did. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, I'm sure we're missing some movies, so if you guys listen to this and want to chime in... Um, Drag Me to Hell, I only saw parts of it. I never saw The Nun that just Jeepers recently came Creepers. out like two or three years ago. Jeepers Creepers, I saw the first one wasn't good. Um, but yeah, there's the movies, again, we are just so cheap and we rely on jump scares now, which I think is so phony. Um, so that's why a lot of the times when we're watching scary movies, we go back to the ones that we know and love. Mm-hmm. And we stick it on those. I have a lot to speak about with Halloween, so maybe we should just make this a two-parter and come back to it next right. week and speak about mm-hmm. more. Next week we have a really big episode that we can't do that to. Uh, do we, though? Yes, we do. It will be our 50th episode. Maybe 51. 51 you can talk about Halloween. It'll be after Halloween, though. Well, then let's talk about Halloween. No, we're at 50 minutes. Some people don't like to listen along podcast well maybe we should stop all right fine maybe 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 sometime this week we can drop another one i don't want to talk to you again all right we're done if i survive if i (laughs) if i survive because Lisa might turn into the serial killer she's been promising um the one i was meant to be so anyway here's the deal this is our 49th episode which means next week is our 50th episode is that golden I don't know. 
like anniversaries. I don't know. I think 25 days. is silver and I don't know. Whatever. It's our 50th episode, which is a big deal because when we first started this, we did not think we would um, have as much fun as, I guess. Is that what we're having? Or we, how about this? We didn't think it would go on for 50 episodes. We didn't think that we had enough to, this much to talk about. So 50 episodes, that's basically a year. Yeah, because we've only talked one time a year when we've recorded these podcasts. I well, think that's what's allowed us to keep this going for so long. Maybe that you're, maybe you're right. But anyway, so for our 50th episode, we are going to open it up to you lovely folks. We will ask you guys to email us at... Um, greatgoalrush at gmail.com. Why are you questioning everything that you just said? Because I haven't used that email in a while, but I was thinking maybe I can create a survey, an anonymous survey, and post that on Facebook. That way people don't have to identify. Yeah, because they could be, they could ask some nasty questions. So we are opening up for you guys. So next week's episode will be ask us whatever you want and we will answer the questions. Um, Lissa will set that up. I would hope you set this up very soon because I, I want a whole week of this maybe and we'll keep it open for two weeks that'll be our <laughs> podcast episode for next week and uh we out you can ask what our favorite scary movies are. what's your favorite scary movie waking up in america in 2019 oh my god chris can you stop making it about yourself you just asked me what my favorite <laughs> scary movie was watching the news that's what the best part of horror movies is, is they often have this angle of, like, what's actually what going on in the world. Oh, I fucking love <laughs> the purge. Why did you not mention the purge? Because the it's purge, ringtone, I wish it was it. real. No, you don't wish it was I real. I do. No, because we don't have guns, and there are plenty of people who would want to kill us. No, but I like this concept, though, of getting something all out in one night and then it being legal. Gosh. And Ethan Hawke's in it. You know, Ethan Hawke's my favorite. Too bad he's not killed. Or is he? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah, I think yeah, he is. Yeah. Who cares? All right, um, we will talk to you guys next week on our fiftieth episode. There will be glitter. There will be sparkles. There will be loud bangs. There will be I don't know, flashbangs. There will be fireworks. Dry heaves. There will be there will be dry heaves. <laughs> there will be a flyover. There will be. <laughs> <laughs> There'll Macho Man will come back from Macho Man beyond. will come back for sure. We might get Evie on the show. Who? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All right. It's long enough. We're out. Uh, why is it he, why <laughs> no. is he called the bullet dodger? Because <laughs> he dodges bullets, bullets Evie. All right. Have a great rest of your day, night, whenever you listen to this. See ya. Bye. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.